Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Accuser. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing okay. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Um, so, my name's Phil. Um, I go by the Accuser on Discord and on Longshanks. Uh, I'm based in Tampa, Florida. I've been playing Marvel Crisis Protocol for almost two years now. Um, before that, I did a lot of X-Wing and Star Wars Legion, and I've gotten to Shatterpoint as well, um, so you can find me on communities that are dedicated to those games. Um, but I'm really excited to uh, dig into Marvel today. So, mm-hmm. so yes, uh, and now I must ask you, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Well, we already talked about the obvious one, so I'm not going to go obvious. I'm going to go with the Iron Patriot. I love the design, and Dark Reign was where I really got into comic books <laughs> when that was running 10 or 12 years ago. Um, and I'd love to see Dark Avengers as an affiliation or as a cabal sub-affiliation. So Iron Patriot's my answer. Yeah, no, that that is a good call. Iron Patriot is a really interesting character and um, really interesting version of a character, and that would get us also, like, he would probably come with the, like, uh, Bullseye pretending to be Hawkeye and uh, Moonstar and that stuff. Yeah, and you can bring in Ares and the Sentry, and there's there's a lot of really interesting yeah for that you could do there. Yeah, that that is a good pull. He that is one of the like alternate versions of a character I could see. My my event one, uh, like my version of a character just from an event run that I still really want to see is I want to see Fear itself thin. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Because she's just I've such... been reading the Brubaker run with Sin, and she's... That would be wild. <laughs> yeah. But, like, from Fear itself, where she has the hammer, and is just, like, fucking shit up. Oh, man, that would that would be a... That would be wild. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we could get all of the Fear itself characters with, like, Weird Juggernaut, and Weird Hulk, and Weird Titania, and Absorbing Man. Yeah, I mean, anyone holding a hammer thematically, I mean, it's going to make all of our favorite crises that much more flavorful. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Well, I brought Killmonger today, mm-hmm. and I waffled a little bit on this, but I'm excited to talk about Killmonger today. Um, I think he's a little underappreciated. He's a, a four-threat glass cannon that, you know, he has a lot of great affiliated homes, um, he's become a favorite of mine in New Modoc. Um, I, I love New Modoc. We were talking a little bit of uh, pre-show bef- about that. Yeah. And I mean, Wakanda, really cool too. Um, I know he's got a new version coming out, but I don't want to lose sight of the classic usurp the throne play. Yeah. Um. So, uh, for everyone at home, we will not be playing him in Cabal, Criminal Syndicate, or Kill. Uh, Wakanda, because those are his affiliated places, and we will not be playing him in uh, Midnight Suns, because that's where we put him last time. So, are there any affiliations that j- jump out to you? 
I mean, we just got a whole bunch of cool new stuff with the new oh, yeah. core box and 22 new characters. So, I mean, it, it's an open playground right now. But the one I think I'm gravitating to, because I've had a lot of fun with it so far, is Daredevil's Marvel Knights Defenders. I think that as a character who likes to fight in close and usually fights with a lot of dice, um, re-rolling a lot of them sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's basically giving him his own hallway scene. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely... That was one of the ones that was jumping out to me early on of, like, this is this has good potential. Um, I think that's an interesting one. The other one that I think might be interesting as well to, you know... Defenders is, like, an easy one, right? He fits right into that. The other one I think that might be a little bit more of a curveball would be S.H.I.E.L.D. with new Iron Man leadership. S.H.I.E.L.D. is flush with energy weapons and gimmicks that um, play well with that. And Killmonger has a, a range 2 builder that's an energy weapon. Yep. And that gets really interesting. He gets flush with power pretty quickly. So, um, he, I mean, he's a he's a Wakanda character. He's, he's built to work alongside a Wakanda leadership, and Iron Man brings that. Yeah, for sure. I, I think both of those are fairly solid options. Um, there's just a lot of real interesting places you can play this character, I think. Um, I agree. He's, he's going to be awesome, and he brings a cool tactics card, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to bring up Inhumans. That's interesting, too. I mean, giving him more power to turn his kit on is very appealing. Um, it, the downside is, I mean, it's a pricey leader, but Black Bolt can pull his weight now, so it's not as much of a tax as it used to be. Well, and it's also like, as you said, Killmonger could get very flush with power in the mid-game. And so he's not just a drain. He's a drain turn one because you want to spend so he can get a turn one charge off. Yes. But he... Turn, like, three... And four, he is actually giving out power most of the time, I find. Yeah, because, yeah, because, I mean, you're spending on his charge, you're spending on his spender, but, you know, that's that's five power, right? You, you're you going to be sitting on more than that. So being able to share with friends seems pretty cool, too. Yeah. And it's giving Killmonger a bodyguard? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> And it's more energy attacks, which is valuable, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I also... I think he's pretty solid in X-Force. I think X-Force is a new scary beast, and I think Killmonger does some pretty interesting things in there. I took X-Force to the last major event down here in Florida, and mm -hmm. I had a really good time, at least the first day with them. Um, second day, my dice gave out. It's It can be a... Uh, feast or famine faction sometimes on offense but when it comes together yeah they're just so much fun and killmonger will fit right into that mm -hmm. i definitely think so um there's also uh new cyclops it's another interesting one because i mean killmonger can is like guaranteed to cause damage over the course of a game yeah. and again sharing power with friends afterwards is really cool mm -hmm. um so i i like that journey for him as well and cyclops has been on my list yeah 
So I th I think that's an inter like there's just so many good leaderships and interesting things to go on. Like of course, we can talk about the two boring ones too, which is classic. Uh, we could. Let's mention them. <laughs> classic Steve. <laughs> like good old classic Steve. Cool. Being now, able to charge turn one is a real drug. <laughs> yep. And. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, man. G Guardians has been the bane of my existence locally. So I don't know if I want to bring that pain to other people and spread that, that is, lack of joy. <laughs> that is entirely fair, but I think he specifically is a really interesting choice for Guardians. Because he's he a is. character that... Only in the game, really like the Rebels, but as you get later, he starts handing off the winging it token to other people as he has his kill counters. That's true, yeah. So it becomes less resource dependent the longer he lasts. And I think the real appeal to Guardians is the reroll on defense. Killmonger yeah. is a glass cannon with no defensive modifiers, which is a tough spot for a four to be. You've got to keep him alive. So bodyguards or... The reroll on defense um, all seem really good for him. He just there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with him. Um, I yes, I think the biggest. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I even want to touch on. I I enjoy playing uh, purest characters in uh, classic uh, Green Goblin uh, Spider Foes. Yeah, being able to reroll defense on top of him piercing on, I mean, that's, you're, you're basically turning off all of their defense, and that's yeah. where Killmonger loves to be. Mm -hmm. And it is a way to, and piercing, uh, the, I think I don't think it's brought up enough, the Spider-Foe's affiliation with it being a reroll rather than a pierce is a way to get around martial artist tech. Because you can force them to reroll yes. into hits or skulls, potentially. And so I do like that as well. It is also an option for characters that rely on their ability to pierce to do their power generation to still get a pierce-like effect against their opponent some of the time when they are facing into them. And foes just got really interesting as well with their second leader. So yeah. there's even more list building fun there. I, I don't think he as much loves New Doc Ock. Again, we already talked about how he gets flush with power, so he doesn't need additional power. Um, he likes the ability to shake, shock and incinerate, but I don't think that is. Yes. If we were looking for that, I would just play him in Winter God, where you get that automatically and can also take care of uh, other things like stagger. That's also true because I mean, Winter Guard with all of their new toys is, I mean, that, that's another affiliation that got a glow up that gets interesting. Oh yeah, well they were already good. Oh yeah, it, it, they they didn't have a deep roster, but like the core of their affiliation is very solid. Oh yeah, Crimson Dynamo is top tier and. I mean, that's another way to keep Killmonger alive uh -huh. is, you know, you've got Red Guardian, you've got Crimson Dynamo's tech. 
I mean, that's just mm-hmm. that 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 could be silly. Yeah. Um. I also, and this is this is an outside one. I will say that ahead of time. I think he's an interesting Weapon X character. That's interesting. Because does he get benefit from the leadership? I do not remember how that one works. So, Weapon X leadership only applies to Weapon X characters, but I think Weapon X likes this splashes to be glass cannons because they refresh uh, one of the tokens for their leadership every time someone dazes or KOs. That's true. And the so, only concern I have with that is Killmonger does it so easy and he's a four threat. <laughs> but you're going to get some effect out of him. And he brings uh, point catch-up for the attrition team. That's true. I've got one other one I want to pitch for Go you. ahead. What about um, Web Warriors? His yeah. kill tokens can turn on rerolling skulls with Miles' leadership. Absolutely. And they're not necessarily an affiliation that bring kill characters a lot, but you can flex that direction with it. Well, and I think they actually have some surprisingly killy people. They do now, yes. It's not where the affiliation started, but, I mean, a lot of the new stuff does better at it. I've tried Psylocke there, and Psylocke does similar things, you know, close-range energy weapon with re-rolls, and Killmonger fits in. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Plus a defensive re-roll to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. So, there, there are a lot of options we talked about today. Uh, which one jumps out to you as the one you want to build? Man, I, I, I don't know, because, like, how do you pick one now? <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, there's so many good options. Do you think we go with one of the new ones just to to talk new characters, or do we go, like, classic? I'm leaving it up to you. All right, I think I'm going to say Marvel Knights with Daredevil because Defender's not having... And affiliated tactics cards frees up slots to ensure usurp the throne <laughs> is not putting pressure on the tactics hand. Yeah, no, that is entirely you fair. The throne if you're bringing Killmonger. Yeah. Um. So now, who's your next defender? Because I have some opinions, but I have weird opinions. <laughs> I I'm gonna be weird opinions too, so we'll fit right in. Um. All right, so Daredevil and Killmonger, assuming we're we're playing to play Killmonger yes. every game, or uh-huh. at least more often than not, right? Um, <laughs> the the defender that I really like, combination of mobility and hits a lot harder than I expect, and then ways to maybe share power if we were to bring advanced R and D or, but it's Amazing Spider Man. Amazing yes. Spider Man's so good now. I. I don't think Amazing Spider-Man is that intri- uh, that like out there of a pick for defenders. I think there is a very defined... <laughs> I think there's an actual really scary defender's webs list at this point. Yes. They they have so much overlap, and it's, it all feels so good. <laughs> uh-huh. 
So, um, and Amazing Spider-Man just has so much power. His kit just works. Yep. There's, he's he is amazing on the table. I've not had a bad time with him since the update. A hundred percent. I want to bring up, uh, one of my girls, uh, Electra. People forget she's the defender traded. Oh, but she brings grunts, which is great. And I mean, she's another one that just her kit works so much better now. And I like new toys. Uh, well, and it's also she is she brings the best grunt for uh, uh, Killmonger because Killmonger never wants to pick up an extract turn one because he doesn't want to spend the power. He wants to be able to charge turn two. Agreed. And having the ninjas there who will go pick up an extract for him, and if he needs to hold it, they can give it to him without him spending any power. It's a safer way to grab a, a hammer, for sure. Yeah. Because Killmonger likes having a hammer. He doesn't like spending the power to do it. Yeah. I I think Electra. I think Grunts in general are underrated, and I think Electra is better than people think she is with that grunt. Yeah, I, I'm sold. So I think it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Electra, and Daredevil so far for Defenders. Yes. Now, now heading... We need some low threat. I think we need a Wong. Agreed. I think we need a Wong because turning on charge turn one yep. is basically doing a Steve impression. Mm-hmm. Uh... I, I think we actually are playing a very mobile Defenders list. Agreed, because Killmonger's coolest tech, I mean, between the charge and the place on his spender, I think that he's ridiculously mobile. And I think a good pairing for that mobility is Iron Fist and Heroes for Hire. Not, I, I agree, but not the one I was going to pull for. Uh, All right. I want, talking about mobile attack threats that are in Defenders, magic. Magic? I thought you were going to go Valkyrie. Magic was a curveball. I, I do think Valkyrie if is also good. Defenders, yeah. But, like, Limbo Step is so good. Yeah, Limbo Step opens some interesting options to be in surprising places, and she's another one who brings a really cool tactics card. Yeah. That we, we have the space foreign defenders. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's do magic. That'll be fun. So we have Iron Fist and Magic in there, because I think both of them are I think we want two threes at least, and I think both of them are great options. Agreed. So and Wong as well. So yes. we got Wong. There... Long magic and yeah, there was another. Iron Fist, th- they all they all fit right in. Uh-huh. There was another mobile uh, defender that I'm not sure how I feel about him. So let's talk about him. And that's Hawkeye. Hawkeye was one of my first models that I got in the game, and I've got a soft spot for him. I don't know if he necessarily fits with what like Daredevil's leadership does, but he brings mobility and he brings a lot of conditions, which I like. Yeah, but he. Yeah, so, I agree with you that he doesn't yeah. really fit with what Daredevil is trying to do. 
but that's okay. He, not everything needs to be 100%. And, you know, mm-hmm. if things go crazy and he does get caught at range too, it's better than not having anything. Yeah. But he he's a real interesting character in the game. Just because he is so squishy. Yes. He's very squishy, and that might be my biggest concern with putting him in is we're building around a kind of squishy model, and yeah. bringing two feels like... I mean, I like to live dangerously, but how dangerously? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I, I, I think we'll leave him on the side for today. Yeah, we'll put him as a solid maybe. If we need like if we need a tenth character, he might be ten. Yeah. So, uh, are there any other defenders characters that jump out to you, or should we start moving to splashes? I think there's one more, again, because news always better, right? So I think there's one more that at least deserves a little bit of conversation, and that's the Wolverine. Yeah, he is terrifying. He uh, he got a lot of love in the new one, and all it took was just having more charge. And so that's, a you know, it, it might be like a little bit too much overlap with what Killmonger brings to the yeah. table, but... That that would be my view of it. I think he is too similar to uh, Killmonger in what we're yeah, trying to do. I, it's at least worth talking about, but yeah. like Wolverine is an affiliated four is nine times out of ten like great fit for defenders. Oh, yeah. But if we're building around Killmonger, we don't need two screwdrivers to do the job. Yeah, we can work with one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that's good. So, so that leaves us with Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Daredevil, of course, going down the list. Electra, Iron Fist, Magic, and Wong, and Wong. So that leaves us a couple splash options. Yeah. Are there... All right, and this is where the the fun really begins, right? Yep. Are there any splashes that jump out to you? Oh, let's see. I mean, beyond Killmonger, of course, because that's, of course, Splash 1. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll pick another interesting character that I've got a weird soft spot for, but he does some really silly stuff if you put the time into him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch Ant-Man to start. Oh. Ant-Man is a monster, and people do not realize it. He is so much... I've played him in Criminal Syndicate, and there is nothing crazier than double-moving, transforming, and then placing at range 3 to steal a back point oh, yeah. his 2. It's oh, yeah. so cool. But he's got a lot of range 2 attacks. He's got a range 1 attack. That ant-size uppercut, then turning into having all those re-rolls. And he's, he fits the mobility thing we're kind of going for. Oh yeah, I I a hundred percent agree with Ant Man. He is a and again he brings a good tactics card. He brings a good tactics card, which we've got space for. Ant Man's oh, yeah. going to be my curveball first pick a splash. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Um. Hmm. There there's just a lot of good options. 
There's so, a lot of good options. I've got one or two others that I'm I'm gonna pitch. Cool, pitch and them while I while I th- consider. On the flavor of in ex- like three threats, I think is where I'm kind of going here to round out the roster. Three threats with cool tactics cards worth talking about, and a, going with the flavor of new. Deadpool. Deadpool is. <laughs> Really, really solid. Yeah, no, I I just did a run of Deadpool and Convocation, which is very dumb. That's cool. Uh, because... I, I've been having so much fun with him, and the mobility's cool. Uh, no, so the thing about Convocation is how he interacts with books. Because remember, okay. he cannot be pushed or advanced on Mystic Attacks. That's true. And, and books, when everything is a mystic attack. <laughs> books turns physical attacks into mystic attacks for the turn. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, no. He... He's very annoying. Uh, and he's, he's just a character that persists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he He's hard to remove sometimes, way more than he should be. <laughs> Um, and he, he always counts as a healthy character contesting points. He's got mobility. Um, and the rerolls benefit stab stab. Yep. And the defenders leave space for a chimichanga if we were so inclined. Yes, it does. But it, it doesn't have the fun aspect of playing chimichanga in Criminal Syndicate with a Kingpin Criminal Syndicate, where then you can use the leadership to transfer the chimichanga yeah, to Kingpin. Yeah, because you can pass the chimichanga around. Yeah. Give it to Kingpin, and Kingpin just never dies. <laughs> yeah, Kingpin eating a chimichanga, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and I mean, Deadpool always counting as healthy means he's always counting as two under Kingpin. So that's, that's just yeah. another... Man, we're finding all these criminal syndicate splash characters that are fun. Wrong episode for it, but next time. <laughs> so. But Deadpool Deadpool's an interesting one, and Mystic Attacks are around. So the not being pushed in advance is kind of cool. Uh, I'm going to put Deadpool in the main. <laughs> may I make a wild suggestion? I mean, I started with Ant-Man, so let's get wild. <laughs> Do we splash Ghost Spider and Moon Knight and have a dual-affiliated roster? You cut out for a second. It was Moon Knight and what else? Ghost Spider and do dual affiliation with Web Warrior. I don't have a lot of experience with Web Warriors, but it, it's it's worth thinking about for sure. And Killmonger, as we mentioned, has excess power in the late game, so he can be spending for amazing Peter leadership there. That's true. Like, that makes an interesting all-webbed up turn. Well, and also he can do it like, I'm spending one, and then I'm charging away, and you, you're you slow, so you can't follow me that well. That That's pretty cool. I like that one. And if he gets off his spender, he can place even farther away. Yep. So, good luck. I played against Web Warriors on Sunday, and the, the Amazing Spider-Man slow everything down is... A real puzzle box that's kind of appealing. Mm-hmm. Let's put that as a possibility. Yeah, 
Not not confirmed, but I'd a possibility. Like that. Yeah. I'll uh, do that, not confirm, but a possibility. And I think like magic could be interesting in a Web Warriors roster if you had to uh mm-hmm. splash a little bit. Um so we've got a little bit of interesting overlap there. Yeah. Um let's see, what else do we have in the possibly crazy category? So uh <coughs> Let let's talk about one of the new characters actually. How do you feel about Fourth Wet Black I mean, Widow? You know, I was talking about this the other day with one of our locals as a possible like web warrior character. Um so I'm interested and the model's awesome. So I'm open to this. But it's like she's a log mover that you get to place the objective token when it drops, so you get to play a bit of an... She she is an objective piece in a crew that we we are leaning a little bit more action rather than objective, so having something to back up on the objective plan is good. She's that stealth martial artist combo, and she has long-range attacks. And she can use that uh, the uh, defender's leadership on her spender... To oh, get the trigger for yeah, a finisher. I just pulled that card up. Yeah. Yeah, I just pulled the card up. I forgot about how that spender worked. And okay. she yeah, brings and with, an interesting tactic card. She does bring an interesting tactics card, which I, I feel like we're kind of building towards here, and I kind of like that. And so, it's a tactics card yes. that Killmonger fucking loves. Yes, more mobility for my glass cannon to hide behind terrain. Uh-huh. And calculated risk is also really cool because, I mean, we've got ways to modify her attack dice, and now we've got ways to modify defense dice. Yep. I think she might be tankier than she first appears, which, I mean, she's already got a 4-3-4 defense spread, so... With martial artist and calculated risk. I mean, I'm sold. A yeah. long mover with stealth is... I'm into this. Yeah. And that leaves us one last slot. Um, One last slot. Let me talk about my classic mobile kind of tanky threat. Okay. Classic good old Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen her on the table without Corvus, so that's already... An interesting one. She's a long Let's mover. Let's see, she's got strike, yeah, and long mover. Uh, she has the spear damage throw reduction. place, flat damage reduction, martial prowess. Invulnerability is really good. Yeah. And also, I th- having a five dice energy attack that you place at the end of into a bunch of people that you, that you can do a strike or a spender with a bunch of rerolls off of that defender's leadership. Yeah, the, the spear throw and then placing in for the defender's leadership is... I think that'll catch people off guard. And I'm, yeah. I'm always into catching people off guard with surprise stuff. Mm-hmm. That is way more interesting than what my next long-moving three-threat suggestion was going to be. What was that? 
Oh, uh, so I've been playing a lot of Hydra. Yeah. And so I've been playing Viper in my Hydra roster because I think her biggest problem was, you know, Baron Zemo existed. Um, and he still does, but like you can't run three threat Baron Zemo as good as he is with four threat Zemo. So I've been yeah. running Viper alongside new Zemo and having a ball with that. <laughs> but I is... think Proxima Midnight probably, yeah. Yeah. And Viper, I think, is more interesting when you're relying more heavily on the condition game that she's very good at. Yes, she's got a lot of conditions and her her range three spender does a place within range one of the target as well. Oh, yeah. On top of having displacement ring. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're trading her the Proxima Midnight's invulnerability for Viper's stealth. Well, no, uh, you also get the play, uh, her teleport that, because uh, you, unlike Proxima Midnight, Viper can teleport away. Also true. So even more mobility. Yeah. But it's... I think for what we are trying to do, I think Proxima Midnight is the better call, but I do think Viper is an underrated character. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do Proxima Midnight, because it's a character I haven't played a whole lot of, and the spear throw into a defender's leadership just sounds like a real fun time. And also, Quantum Starburst... Quantum Starburst is a horrific spender to deal with. Yeah, because the bleed, poison, and stun all at once is everything you don't want to be dealing with simultaneously. Oh, yeah. So now, we, we have our ten characters. What type of missions are this is this team playing? Now, that's where it gets really interesting. I think... I think we want to go wide. I don't think we want to play on ease. I think we want to maybe spread out a little bit and really leverage that mobility that we brought. Yeah. So I think we want to be looking for, like, maybe Fs and Bs. Uh-huh. I think we start with superpowered scoundrels. Uh, cover is great. I'm sold. <laughs> and we have a lot of ways to place into contesting the same objective as someone to not worry about the cover when we attack. Yep, and it turns on our leadership as well to make sure that we're there, we're turning off their defensive benefit. <laughs> it's it's just an affiliation that plays really well into that scenario. Yeah. We like the five, and I love 20 threats, so... And then... I think that's a lock. Speaking of bees... Um, the the one that jumps out to me is probably not the one that jumps out to you. Because I think we have a good mutant madman team. I was just going to suggest the same. I think Ooh. this can play mutant madmen. Because, like... I think the big thing that we bring is Amazing Spider-Man. Because that is turning on his... What is it? The uh, the the uh, his scientific hubris, basically, right? Yep. Where when he rolls crits, he gets power. Uh huh. So I I think we flex into that <laughs> very well. Yeah. And Killmonger for physical defense, Daredevil for physical defense, Amazing Peter for physical defense, 
Electra for physical defense. We have a lot of four physical defense on characters that can that are mobile and can reach our opponents' bees on turn one. Yeah, I like this. And people don't generally like playing Peta Flips, but Amazing Spider-Man in particular benefits, but the entire team does it well. So uh-huh. no, I so, like it. I also like V18. Our, our, uh, our local here in Seattle is very Peta Flip heavy. We have learned to love the Peta Flip. I am happy to try it out because now that X-Men is not necessarily as oppressive on it, yeah. I'm 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 much more open to it than I would have been, I don't know, two months ago. Uh-huh. So yeah, let's let's put Mutant Mad Men in. I like the 18, I like the shape. We can I think we can play it well between mobility and our high physical defense. Uh-huh. No, I had I was running a team, uh, a Red Skull Cabal team. Like a classic Red Bull Cabal that was running Zemo Ulick and then two other turn one charge splashes, uh, where Red Skull would turn one advanced on D for four. Um, oh, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> and you could end up charging onto back B's turn one with Ulick and Zemo. Oh, that's so cool. I love hearing that, like, classic Corbox Red Skull can still do cool stuff like that. And, like, while it wasn't playing it because it was playing, uh, uh, the Scoundrels and then the Double Ds, uh, Cosmic Invasion and, uh, um, Riots, uh, on Mutant Madman, you charge, you deal the damage, you gain two power, you can easily spend one of that power. On uh, getting on flipping the point. Yeah, that that's really cool. I I always forget about how cool Cabal can do that. Oh yeah, Malekith just overshone everything, so you, you didn't see a lot of that that cool core box tech that Red Skull could still bring. Malekith is back in the kitty cage now. He needed to be. <laughs> um. I do think we do like the other B and the one I thought you were going for, Infinity Formula. Infinity Formula is never bad, and I do like the shape. I've got one other curveball I'm Ooh, going to throw in. Bring it. Intrusions open across City of Seals yeah. collapse. Intrusions is very good. It gives you very good. So, Intrusions is a double-edged sword for us. Because mm-hmm. while it does give us immediate access to our targets. It also gives our opponents access to our glass cannons. Yes, but they're glass cannons. They can be <laughs> anywhere whenever you want them to be. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think we'll go with it here, but I think that one is a risky one. Yeah, and I feel like Infinities are safe play, and Intrusions is the the spicy, unexpected one that not every other team likes to see. I think Infinity Formula is like the classic, like that's your learner MCP game. It's your classic, like everyone's getting more power to turn on their kit. Where Intrusions, yeah, like you said, cuts both ways. It can go horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. So... Extract-wise, I think there's one super easy one for us. 
Let's see. Or can I guess it? Is it hammers? <laughs> it's hammers. I think we're playing mobile cannons. Hammers is great for mobile cannons. Yeah, if we want to just punch harder and roll more dice to then re-roll with the hallway re-roll leadership, <laughs> hammers is a perfect fit. Yep. Um, what jumps out to you on the extract end? So I'm going to rule out one. I don't want to play ease and I don't want to play research station. Um, so fair. Um, we'll rule that one out easily. <laughs> what about the other E? Montesi. The other E being Montesi. I don't hate that. We've brought <laughs> magic. We've brought a couple characters with pretty good mystic defense, which is where I like Montesi because it doesn't hurt you as bad. But also, we can't Long use the leadership yeah. on it, so. Yeah, that that's true because you can't you can't add dice, you can't re-roll. Um at that point it's just all right, we've got to grab the center objective first and hold on to it longer. Well, I also think we are um, a team with good center objective pressure. Yes. And there have been rumblings about uh a uh Eyes on the prize disappearing at some point. I I don't want to see it go away, but I get it as well. It is ubiquitous. Yeah. Um. And also, we have a safe middle line extract gab that doesn't rely on eyes. His name is Amazing Spider-Man. He is indeed amazing. Yes. Being able to swing out and just grab that hammer and disappear back into the city is cool. Mm-hmm. And with um, Amazing so... Peter's... With our mobility, though, between charges or places and stuff, we can line up beams so well as a team. It's, it's interesting. Let's put this one in the maybe column. Yeah. Just because it doesn't do much for the... the the leadership, but <laughs> the, otherwise the theory sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a solid maybe if we can't find like two others that like fit like a glove. Yeah. Um. Let's see. You know what one I actually had a lot of fun with recently? And I don't know if we're necessarily good at it, but mm-hmm. we did bring Electra, and I think mutant extremists gets very interesting. So if we play senators, yeah. the ninjas give us two senators that we can grab in a single activation. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of Killmonger, most of our mobility is in places. Right. So I don't think we are a terrible senators team. Because, like, amazing Peter place, fantastic. Uh, we have... Uh, Daredevil gets his uh, uh, pull, and he gets an advance off of Man Without Fear, so he has some mobility. Elektra is a place. Iron Fist is a place. Magic is a place. Ant-Man is a place. Proxima is a place. 
And even Killmonger is a place on his spender. Yeah. So we have, I think, a lot more mobility than most people ex- most people uh, in this. I think Killmonger hurts the most from it, but I don't think he's bad at it. So I would be down to, down to try it. It's another maybe column, I think. Yeah. And if you can run up the score early with it, it it's one of those ones where you've got to you've got to play it fast. And I think this team <laughs> can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other one that might be interesting is Paranoia Pummel's Populous. Yeah, I think Paranoia is good. With all of our mobility, we can set up the pairs really well. And we're a team that we're going to be playing a lot at range two of stuff anyway. Yep. I think we can make that work. And also... And it's one you don't see a lot. Yeah, and also, it is... the It's all on, it's a bunch of objectives on the midline, which means they're going to have to leave someone floating on the midline. Uh, because... Yeah. And we do have that safe... Yeah. Just because there are too many for how how many safe middle line extract grabs there are in the game, and we can pounce on that person really well. Yeah, and I mean, I think where Amazing Spider-Man in particular really excels for that that center line grab is on the flank. Yep. So it fits playing Amazing Spider-Man, and then you've got Elektra and the Grunts being able to grab the midline because they're they're slightly off center. Um, and I also, think that's an interesting one. You also have the option of Black Widow, uh, being one of the ones to go grab that midline extract, and even if she that's does, days you're throwing it back. That's an interesting one because yeah, Black Black Widow just opens up a lot of interesting extract stuff here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Paranoia might be our our second lock. Yeah, I really like Paranoia for this list. At the very least, we'll have fun with it. Uh-huh. Do we want to make our glass cannons possibly explosive? I, does anyone say no to that? Uh, so do we want to look at Alien Ship? Uh, yes, because the character holding the power core and all characters within range two suffer a damage, right? So during the cleanup phase, if you did not finish the job somehow between these close range brawlers with the Daredevil leadership, mm-hmm. I mean, Alien Core will probably do it. Yeah. I I think Alien Core is also a really interesting one for us. And again, it's a safe, amazing Peter grab. Yes. And you can hold multiple, which is also... Or no, you can only hold one. I'm looking at the wrong place. But yeah, having Peter in the list makes this very appealing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I like the explosive flavor. This is our third one. Cool. So, tactics cards. Now, this is where it gets really interesting, because we can really focus in on character-specific cards, since we don't have to compete with affiliation cards. So, of course, first thing first, Usurp. Usurp the Throne. Absolutely. It is your two-point... It's your 
two victory point swing when you need. Oh yeah, and then Bill Munger does what he does for points. So going down the list, Daredevil does not have a card. Amazing Peter now does. Yes. With go yes, get him, Tiger. Let me. So, Let's see here, because Go Get Him Tiger, I remember this being interesting. So, when an allied Peter Parker dazes or KOs a non-grunt enemy character after the effect is resolved, Peter Parker may spend two to play this card. If Peter Parker is holding an objective token, he removes, uh, he heals three and removes a special condition. And if he is not contesting a secure, he advances short. I think this goes in. One, we've talked a lot about Peter hitting the table in this list specifically. And in this leadership, he can daze characters. Uh Uh-huh. I think this is is a really good one to include. And being able to... Because the clauses aren't mutually exclusive. You can do both. You can heal. You can move. You can remove special conditions. It's everything we want Peter to be doing. Yep. Then... Electra does have a card. I don't even remember what that one does. Is it, that's not Bounty Hunters, right? No, is it is one? Vendetta, no, Vendetta. Which basically gives when an ally character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect, Electra may play this card. The enemy character basically gets uh, a Drax token that Electra can use. When it adds three dice to her attack. I mean, this is a leadership that likes having extra dice. Yeah! And Killmonger brings a lot of extra dice. And I think we put it in now, and we'll see where we're at with it. Yeah. But and, yeah, this is cool. And we have a lot of glass cannons who are going to die. Also true. <laughs> uh, 100% um, Heroes yeah. for Hire. Heroes for Hire, like, that's that's probably in the list before even Usurp the Throne. Like, I, I think if there is an affiliated Defenders card, that is the affiliated I, Defenders card. Okay, my hot take. Next time they do a Team Tactics round on uh, a, a Team Tactics card adjustment and Avada, I want to see Heroes for Hire get uh, Defenders affiliated. That that's a spicy take because I mean they're affiliated in a couple places and Midnight Suns might be sad about that. Yes, but also I think I I am I think them being affiliated in Avengers is taking away egregious. Yeah. Yeah. And like making them so they're more centralized as defenders characters. Uh Especially since that is the only not-Avengers place that both of them are affiliated. Because only uh, Iron Fist is affiliated Midnight Suns, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think what also, you know, with um, Silver Sable and Shang-Chi coming out, like, yeah. we've got options to really, like, focus Defenders as an affiliation around what Daredevil brings to the table. And, I mean, Heroes for Hire would fit the bill. Yeah. Um, especially because I believe Silver Sable and Shang-Chi were both either Marvel Knights or Heroes for Hire at any given point. So mm-hmm. they're 
we're just doubling down on flavor there. And, you know, if we I have am, to... I am hopeful that Silver Sable is Spider-Foes affiliated. Yeah, or in even Web Warriors, like I, I mean, in the even the recent Spider-Man games, where uh, I think Silver Sable works with Peter Parker, if I remember it right. Uh, like, uh, there's not a lot of interesting options for it's her in the plot. Complicated between her and Peter, isn't it? Always, <laughs> but like Peter is is complicated generally. Him, Black Cat, Silver Sable. <laughs> I just want there to finally be a woman in Spider-Foes. Yeah, because there isn't, is there? No. Because Black Cat is not affiliated there. Nope. Yeah, no. I, I think that, that that's a good call. Silver Sable needs to be there. Because um, even the, the foe's box that's coming out doesn't even correct that. No, because we're getting male version of Electro, not the female version of Electro that came out later. Yeah, all right. Silver Sable is a foe. I don't hate that. Uh huh. Uh, I also think we get Journey Through Limbo. Yes, Journey Through Limbo is a really cool card. Wong um, does not have a card. That, that has to be in there. That made that easy. <laughs> uh, Pin Particle, I think, gets in there. It's a throw. It's a throw, and we love throws. It's a throw that you can throws do from, like, a third across the board. Yeah, it, it's a really cool card, and if we're going to put Ant-Man into Defenders, like, we should bring the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so because you're choosing an allied character within range three of Ant-Man, and then interactive terrain feature with, like, that, that's, uh-huh. that is so far away. Uh, and then I think we get Vertical Assistance, because as we talked about, just Killmonger freaking loves that card. Yeah, being able to charge as a wall crawler <laughs> for a round is... Well, and he gets a free short move. He gets the free short move, which, you know, that if I remember how that works correctly, it doesn't hurt our Senator's play, which is one of the things we're nope. building around. And then, yeah, having wall crawler available for the charge, also really cool. Um, yeah, I think that goes in. I, Black Widow, I mean, I'm being sold on Black Widow more than Killmonger at this point. <laughs> I need to play. I need to just play more. <laughs> well, one of the kicker, Vertical Ascent can be, is a Natasha card, not the Black Widow card. So two threat Black Widow Correct. or three threat Black Widow can play it. And that's interesting in because um, two threat widow now being affiliated in Winter Guard, which oh, yeah. we didn't talk about earlier. But that that makes some really interesting stuff for like Red Guardian or um, or the bear or some major as a wall crawler. <laughs> He's another one with charge, giving the bear more movement. He has charge, and having more movement is good for him. Mm-hmm. Now restricted. Uh, I think everybody wants Brace. Everybody wants Brace. It's squishy characters. We don't want to give our <laughs> opponent a way to squish them better. And then I think we want Sacrifice. Okay. 
Sacrifice? I mean, if we've got to make another squishy character die to keep the glass cannon that we need alive. Um, I Let's think kill that the makes squishy sense. character that has activated so the one that hasn't activated can still activate. Precisely. We'll, we'll break one's legs to make sure the other one can still run. And then we have one more slot. I, I think this is a team that really likes Recalibration Matrix. Yes, and Killmonger in particular, because there's nothing worse than rolling, I don't know, like 13 dice and then rolling all blanks. Yeah, well, do you know who He's really... He's got the power to pay for it, yeah. Do you know who really loves Recalibration Matrix? Um, probably Spider-Man too. <laughs> no, uh, Magic. Because if you're doing your spender, you add skulls from both attack and defense to your total. That is And Recalibration true. Matrix does not re-roll the skulls. Yeah, you're you're keeping your successes relatively untouched while messing with theirs. Uh, and their their failures also count as your successes, and they don't get to re-roll those. Yes. I mean, yeah. If she's got seven power, that that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> don't know how often that's happening, but that is very good. Well, what it does happen, that's your achievement unlock moment you can be proud of later. Oh, yeah. And that is a full roster. That's a full roster. Yeah. I'm excited. So, for everyone at home, the full list is Killmonger, Daredevil, Amazing Spider-Man, Elektra, Iron Fist, Magic, Wong, Ant-Man, The Black Widow, and Proxima Midnight for characters. For tactics cards, we have Use Up the Throne, Go Get Em Tiger, Vendetta, Heroes for Hire, Journey Through Limbo, Pim Particles, Vertical Assistance, Brace for Impact, Sacrifice, Recalibration Matrix. For Secures, we have Superpowered Scoundrels, Form Sinister Syndicate, Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park, and Intrusions open across City as Seals Collapse. And then for Extracts, we have Fear Grips World as Worthy Terrorized City, Paranoia Pummels Populous, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. Yeah, that's a real interesting roster. I'm excited to hear how it does. Yeah, I mean, this is one I'm going to have to play really soon. Um, it sounds like it's a balance of my kind of fun with just genuinely good stuff. Mm -hmm. And a real focus on character-specific tactics cards, which I personally love to see. Yep. Um, If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? I mean, the, the easy answer there is Discord. I hang out in, um, I mean, the general AMG Discord, but you can find me in, let's see, the Omnis Protocol Discord, the Rogue Agents, and the Fury's Finest Discords for other podcasts, um, and yours, of course, as well. Yes. Or you can just reach out to me on direct messages. Um, I'm pretty responsive there, typically. Um, otherwise, I mean, if you want to follow what little of a professional MCP career I have, it's on Longshanks. Um, I believe it's under the accuser. Um, yeah, Discord's the easy answer. You, are uh, probably has more long official Longshanks games than I do. 
I I end up wanting more events than I end up playing just because of how my uh, schedule works out. So. Yeah, it's it's always interesting because, like, I end up recording the games that I lose, so my record doesn't end up looking great. <laughs> I uh, work the weekend, so I never get to go to actual uh, tournaments. Um, so yeah, and thank you for everyone. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Lexa White. Uh, I just put up my, uh, monthly catch-up on all the movies I've been watching in a very short Dark Hole video, uh, episode because, uh, I spent most of the month doing, uh, demo games with the new core box, so I didn't get to do that much cool stuff. But yeah! Uh, I mean, demo games are pretty cool. <laughs> but not, like, techie stuff, you know? Yeah, the, the, the real fun part of playing MCP and finding all the, the weird jank to catch your opponents and friends off guard. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, that's out. Uh, I'm currently trying to get some bonus episodes for the month figured out. Um, so hopefully we will have some of those this month. Uh, we should at the very least have another, uh, Bullshitting with Ed podcast. Um, so yeah. And if you want to reach out to the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. Thank you very much for coming on. You still there? I am here. The audio was cutting out a little bit at ah. the end, so hopefully I was chiming in at the right parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was just saying thank you for coming on. No, no, this was great. I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm excited to try this out. I didn't even think about, like, new core Black Widow, and I was literally just talking about her to someone else. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm excited to, like, find a home there. Um, she fits a lot of, like, I like the long-moving stealth characters. Like, Spider-Woman is, like, one of my go-tos in affiliation or otherwise. And Black Widow fits a lot of that play pattern. Yeah. Uh, update us when you have played it on the Discord. And keep experimenting, people. Keep experimenting, people.